0: I'm Damian Bulwa from the San Francisco Chronicle. Today on Fifth and Mission, The Rise of Swag. From branded tote bags to t-shirts to tech gadgets, swag is a constant in Silicon Valley and has been for a long time. As reporter Carolyn Saeed wrote recently in the Chronicle, swag is a major marketing tool in the tech industry, and the data says it works. It also can be a nightmare for the environment. After the break... Saeed and Chronicle Business Editor Owen Thomas will talk all about swag on Fifth and Mission.
1: I'm Owen Thomas, Business Editor of the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm here with reporter Carolyn Saeed to talk about a controversial topic. It's free. It's fun. Some people think it's junk. Some people think it's treasure and they call it swag.
2: Or swag sometimes.
1: Or swag. Now, I'm told that swag stands for stuff we all get. Is that a correct derivation or did someone just make that up? Wow, that
2: is an amazing revelation to me. You just blew my little mind, Owen. (laughs) i never heard that before.
1: It's not really clear where the term came from. Is that that what you found? It just kind of evolved. But I know as long as I have covered Silicon Valley, swag has been a thing. As journalists, we get, unfortunately, our fair share. We don't ask for people to send us stuff, but it ends up in our... It is an
2: endless tidal wave of stuff, stuff, stuff. And originally when I wanted to write this story, I thought, well, there's going to be some new trends. There's got to be less stuff because everybody's more environmental now. But the thing is, swag is effective. The industry says people remember it. You know, you keep that cup on your desktop. You put your pencils in it. Every time you grab a pencil, just throughout the day, you see the logo of whoever it was. So swag is going to continue blowing into our lives, the industry is trying to be a little more environmentally conscious. One thing is that benefits them and the environment is higher quality swag, not total plastic junk that you are just going to pick up at the trade show and immediately throw out, not pens that don't write. Because if you have stuff that that's junky, it doesn't really represent your company very well.
1: Right. And if you throw it away, then it's not there reminding you of the company.
2: Right. But at the same time, the industry is also going to more electronic gigas, things that flash lights and, you know, maybe sing little songs, whatever. And that's bad because electronic stuff is not easy to recycle. It often uses lithium ion batteries that should not be recycled and are actually dangerous. So, you know, that's a, a, a trend in the bad direction there.
1: E-waste is a real challenge. So all of those uh, little fob hard drives could actually be a problem if they pile up
2: exactly yeah
1: so carolyn tell us more about the psychology of swag why is it effective and what you know what does it kind of play on in our minds
2: yeah well humans and actually all primates they've done studies with apes and chimpanzees are hardwired for reciprocity you give you scratch my back i scratch yours i pick your nits you pick my nits you give me a piece of fruit I give you a piece of fruit or something else. So we, we are very conditioned. You know, it's it's an innate biological trait to respond favorably when somebody gives us something. And they found this, you know, with Moonies in airports, they give you a flower and then you listen to their pitch. So So, so it is really a deep psychological thing. If somebody gives you something, you are much more favorably inclined to listen to them to be receptive. And that's what a lot of swag is about. It's um, salespeople use it big time and they're, they're increasingly using it in more sophisticated ways, being really personalized and targeted with it. For instance, they'll look up a prospect on LinkedIn, see where he or she went to college and send them a, a mug, you know, with that or a hat from that college and a handwritten note. And then when they call the next week to follow up, that person is more likely to take their call because they remember what they received.
1: And Carolyn, you found that there are actual uh, startups in in, uh, the Bay Area that kind of serve the swag industry, as it were.
2: Right. I I profiled one company called Sendosa, which works with um, companies sending out personalized, targeted swag to prospects and customers, and they'll um you know source the stuff they'll they'll put it together in a box they'll have somebody sit there and handwrite a letter to go with it and then they'll drop ship it to the prospect so it's not cheap as as some of their customers said but it is effective there there are all kinds of surveys that um if you send somebody a, a cold email you know a teeny percentage of people open that email or respond to it if you send somebody swag and then follow up with an email you get a 30 times higher response rate
1: wow that is a, a big lift now why do you think Swag has has uh, spread throughout Silicon Valley so much. I mean, you know, it it seems like in the culture of tech, it is not just about making the sale. A lot of swag is produced internally for employees for to celebrate milestones. How did that become a thing?
2: That's a great question. I mean, that that definitely is part of the Silicon Valley ethos is, you know, when you have your groovy project. Everybody gets their matching T-shirt or hat or whatever as a way to sort of foster camaraderie among them. Um,
1: It dates back, you know, at least to the 70s or 80s at Apple. I know in in many histories of that company, people have talked about getting, you know, getting a special T-shirt to commemorate a software. There is
2: actually a book that traces the history of Apple through its internal T-shirts.
1: Wow. That's a good one to look up.
2: Yeah. So um, I think there are several reasons why swag is particularly pervasive in the tech industry. One is that tech is intangible by its nature. It's you know bits and bytes. It's electrons. And it's technical. It's complex. So if you can boil down your or encapsulate your product in a slogan or a logo on something really tangible, a t-shirt or a mug or a tote bag, that's a way to help fix it in people's minds. Um, Another thing is that we have so many startup companies here and they need to quickly establish themselves and start, you know, finding customers, recruiting talent, Uh, you know, companies hand out um, T-shirts to their employees to turn them into walking billboards for the company.
1: I just donated uh, an old T-shirt from a hardware startup called Pebble. They made a smart smartwatch, And I remember actually the event where uh, Pebble's CEO gave it to me at a... um, at South by Southwest with a bunch of uh, Pebble uh, app developers.
2: That shows how effective it was. And I know I've already mentioned to you three times in the course of reporting the story that I had a mug from Pixar from the 1988 short film Tin Toy, which was the precursor to um, the whole Toy Story series and I say it was given to me by Steve Jobs. He didn't personally hand me the mug, but I was in a hotel suite with him and just 20 other people. And I wondered why he was so into this cartoon movie showing how dumb I am.
1: Well, that's a great memory. And it shows us how these objects kind of crystallize the memory where, you know, we're not just vaguely remembering, oh, Pixar or Pebble, you know, I kind of remember when they got their start. We remember these exact moments, these uh points in time. And that's that's kind of the psychology of swag.
2: Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I put out on Twitter to to ask people for memorable swag, and I got some uh, several people mentioned they had gotten chocolate covered crickets from a company called Cricket Wireless. None of them enjoyed eating the crickets, but they all remembered it and they remembered the name of the company. So that shows right there that it worked.
1: Well, I think we we can see how swag is effective, and because it's effective, it's still with us. Um, you know, I think uh, it will be interesting to see if folks figure out a way to make swag more environmentally friendly. Carolyn, you found one company that was taking a really different approach to uh, to sending swag.
2: Yes, branded fruit. This is a company that the woman started it almost as a joke, and it became a real thing, and it's super popular. She will take pieces of fruit and vegetables. And print a little sticker with a company's logo or name and and put it on there. It looks like it's printed on the fruit. And it's very popular. It's very Instagrammable, which makes it, you know, its its lifespan or its its reach extend a lot. And it's something real and tangible and not as junky as plastic stuff either. Everybody appreciates getting, you know, an orange or an avocado. It's something they're going to use.
1: Yeah. And uh and you you may not keep it, but you literally consume it. Right. So I think that uh, that also points to, uh, you know, kind of higher quality swag, swag that you are going to want to photograph and share on social media. It's kind of uh, another way that people are upping the swag game.
2: Yep. Insta swag. (laughs) Insta
1: swag. You heard it here first. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much for digging into the phenomenon of swag. It was a fascinating article. I hope you all read it on sfchronicle.com. And keep following us on Twitter at Tech Chronicle for more tech news.
2: Thanks,
0: Owen. Thanks to business reporter Carolyn Saeed, business editor Owen Thomas, producer King Kaufman, and thank you for listening.
2: Fifth Emission is part of the San Francisco Chronicle podcast network.
0: If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts.
2: And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing.
0: You can support Fifth Inmission Mission and the newsroom that creates it with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle.
2: There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.